Welcome to Invited In. This podcast has been such a joy to be able to bring unity to our global family of Samaritan's Purse. As you know, we have staff and families serving all over the world, and so I've loved that this podcast can touch each and every one. And I can't believe it, but this March, it'll be four years since we started sharing episodes. And when this podcast began, our team never dreamed or planned for many of the doors that God has opened. And we've had the privilege to talk with many of our staff and families from each department over the years. And it's humbling to be able to share stories and testimonies from around the world. This truly is a global family with Christ at the center of it all. And I've especially loved hearing the hearts of our staff and the way that God has led this organization over the years. Um, And many of you know that we've been creating a podcast simultaneously called On the Ground with Samaritan's Purse. When Invited In started, you know, we loved the content, but we knew that supporters and donors and outsiders would also love to hear from our staff as they serve on the ground. And so On the Ground had different origins, but as we've been working over the years on both podcasts, you know, they have the same route to encourage people in their walk with the Lord, to share testimonies and insight into what God is doing in and through Samaritan's Purse. And because of this, it's, it's with a heavy heart truly, that we've decided to merge the two podcasts. I know I've shared in in many of the episodes, one of my favorite verses, Proverbs 16, 9, it says, the mind of a man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. And I love getting a front row seat into Samaritan's Purse and our staff, and they truly live this out. They surrender to the Lord in the little and the big things. And as an organization, we make plans, but it's God who's directing each and every day. And we don't always know what tomorrow holds, but we know who holds tomorrow. And so we're able to work and respond as God leads. And as a podcast team, this is the same way. We had a plan, but God has directed and led us in ways that we never would have asked or imagined. In fact, this past August, our podcast On the Ground was picked up by a secular radio station. And it's been a joy and an honor to partner and allow our podcast to have a wider platform to not just share the work of Samaritan's Purse, but more importantly, the gospel with a secular audience. Uh, And this this opportunity has meant more production, more storytelling, and it's been fun. It's challenged our team to be creative and to expand. Uh, And as much as I love Invited In, truly, with all my heart, I love the longer interviews and hearing the heart of our staff within the ministry. Uh, it seem like it seems like the best option to merge the two, to merge the invited in depth with our in the field stories of on the ground. And so this is our last invited in episode. It's so sad, but I want to encourage you, you can still catch the content on the podcast on the ground with Samaritan's Purse. Many of you already follow and listen to this platform, but for those of you who don't, I encourage you to join us as we take you to the front lines and behind the scenes of our work around the world. We'll be incorporating both invited in like messages on the platform in the future and be able to blend these two podcasts um, as they've both been truly instrumental in my own life. I love giving updates from the field, but I also love hearing the depth and the hearts of our staff. And so in this final Invited In episode, we want to leave you with encouragement 
And one of our staff members, John Freiler, gave a devotion a few weeks ago, and our entire team was impacted by this challenge on spiritual growth. One time I interviewed him, and he told me this quote, and he says it in the devotion, rather than me living my life for Christ, I needed to allow Christ to live his life through me. And spiritual growth uh, is less about works and more about obedience and surrender. In our surrender and obedience, the overflow is good works. And whenever I think about good works and obedience, I always think of 1 Samuel 15, 22, when Samuel says, Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of rams. And here's what John Freiler encourages us in terms of obedience. Well, good morning, everybody. Um, Hey, so this morning, I want to look at a great verse. It's a little verse in Galatians. It's one of those verses that you read over, probably read over a million times, but it's powerful. It's it's Galatians 4.19, and it says this, My little children, for whom I labor in birth again until Christ is formed in you. You know, recently I was asked by my leadership to develop goals for our team this year. And, uh, you know, one of the goals I wanted to, to put forth is just that we as a team, including myself, would grow spiritually, right? That we would mature spiritually. And so, you know, we all know goals should be SMART, the acronym SMART, which is specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely, right? But how do you measure spiritual maturity on a team or in ourselves or in you or in me? How do you even define spiritual maturity? Is, it, is spiritual maturity defined by the amount of Bible knowledge we have? Maybe, but how many of us know Christians who know a lot of the Bible but live very little of it? Or is spiritual maturity defined by how many bad things we don't do? But then maybe we're equating a moral person with a spiritual person. Or maybe is spiritual maturity defined by how long we've been a Christian? Maybe. Uh, But you know, longevity does not necessarily mean maturity or spirituality. Maybe spiritual maturity is defined by holding leadership positions in a church. But how many of us know unloving people who are leaders in our churches? Or maybe spiritual maturity is having consistent quiet times. Maybe. But, you know, the Pharisees prayed three times a day and Jesus called them blind guides. So you see, the problem with all these definitions of spiritual maturity is that they're all external. Every one of these can be done through human effort and even really done through the flesh. We're defining spiritual maturity by what we do or don't do externally. So, however, I think God defines spiritual maturity differently than we do. His definition is found in the verse I opened with. And this is it. My little children, for whom I labor in birth again until Christ is formed in you. Or the NLT says this, Oh, my dear children, I feel as if I'm going through labor pains for you again, and they will continue until Christ is fully developed in your lives. You know, God desires for Christ to live the Christian life in us, for us, and through us by the Holy Spirit that he's put in us. The process of Christ being formed in us, as the verse says, this process of Christ being formed in us and becoming more and more our life is how God views spiritual growth and maturity. I believe God sees spiritual maturity in terms of you and I experiencing the life 
and fullness of the person of Jesus Christ, of Christ being formed in us and manifesting himself through us. For example, if I'm growing spiritually, you guys should see Christ in me. I should be living Christ, manifesting Christ, loving Christ, knowing Christ intimately. I love this quote. Listen, you gotta listen closely. This is a great quote. It says this, the Christian life is nothing less than the life which Christ lived then, lived now by him in you. Let me say that again. The Christian life is nothing less than the life which Christ lived then, lived now by him in you. Paul writes, Christ in you, the hope of glory. You see, we in our own efforts cannot make ourselves spiritual or spiritually mature. That's God's business. Just as he saved us, he will complete his work in us. God is the one who does the spiritual transforming work in us. Philippians 1.6, being confident of this, the very thing that he who began a good work in you will complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. God who began this good work in you will not stop until it's complete. God is the initiator of his work in us as well as a producer of change in our life. And guys, this is great news because it takes the pressure off our spiritual growth off of us. It takes that pressure off of us. Spiritual growth and maturity happens as we allow Christ to live in us and through us, which is the same thing as Christ being formed in us. The more we present our soul and body to Christ to live in and through us, the more Christ is formed in us. Romans 12.1, therefore, brothers, in view of God's mercy, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. Romans 6.13, offer yourselves to God as those who've been brought back from death to life. Lord, this is your body. Help yourself to it. You know, um, for years, I tried to live the Christian life in my own effort and strength and failed miserably. I tried over and over and over and failed over and over and over. I doubled down and try harder and try everything under the sun. And I almost gave up and walked away from the faith until I came to the understanding that rather than me living my life for Christ, I needed to allow Christ to live his life in and through me. There's a huge difference in that. It makes all the difference in the world. So as I close, what is our responsibility in spiritual maturity? Our part is to make ourselves available to the Lord for him to do his work in and through us and to be submissive to the Lord's work and leading. And this is all done by faith. It's a daily, daily, daily before you're Feet jump, you know, get on the floor. Before you get out of bed, daily, it's a daily attitude or mindset of yielding, abiding, surrendering, trusting, and depending on Christ to live his life in and through us. I came across this prayer. It's a great prayer, an example prayer of doing this. It says this. It says, Jesus, thank you for this day. I look forward to this day with you. If I'm going to experience life today, then I must receive it from you. Your life is the only life I have. I trust you to live your life through me. I surrender and present all that I am and have to you for your use. I give my thoughts, my body, my reputation, my agenda, and my rights to you. It's a great prayer. So what part of do spiritual disciplines play in our spiritual maturity? You know, spiritual disciplines are not absent from the life of a spiritually mature Christian who appropriates Christ as his life, but they are right, but they rightfully become the effect of spiritual maturity. Rather, 
than the cause of spiritual maturity. They are the work and fruit of the Holy Spirit within man rather than the work of man trying to become spiritually mature through his own efforts, disciplines, and exercises. Bible study, prayer, witnessing, and fellowship are given to us by God to enjoy Christ and express his life, not to take his place. We don't just want to know more about Christ. We want to know Christ himself. And spiritual disciplines help us in that. Finally, Richard J. Foster, who wrote that famous book, Celebration of Discipline, believes that God has given us spiritual disciplines as a means of receiving his grace. The disciplines allow us to place ourselves before God so we can enjoy and worship him and he can transform us. Spiritual disciplines are given by God to help us experience his presence. They will only bear fruit if they are done relationally and not out of obligation. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for today. I thank you, Lord, that you're with us, that you're in us. Lord, I pray that Christ would more and more be formed in each of us today so that others see you in us. Lord, we thank you, Jesus, that you want to live in and through each one of us. May it be so today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I hope that John's words encouraged you. I love the way that he seeks the Lord and abides. His devotion made me think of John 15, and I love these verses and this reminder. I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, so that it will be even more faithful. You are already clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Remain in me, and I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. And so as we close this, this chapter and this, this podcast invited in, you know, we want to continue to abide and remain in Christ uh, so that we can reflect him in each and every day as we serve. And so I just want to thank you for joining us on this invited in journey over the past few years. Uh, it's truly been a privilege and an honor, and I've enjoyed every single interview and conversation that I've had. And, it, and I want you to know it's a heavy heart that we have to end this podcast. But I'm excited to see what God will do as we merge and give attention to on the ground and bring invited in components to it. Our desire as a podcast team is to encourage and show the work on the ground, but more importantly, to share the gospel in this platform. And so again, join us as we bring weekly encouragement and stories from the field. We just wanted to dedicate this podcast and this merging to the Lord. And as I close, I want to close with Romans 12, 1 through 2. It says, Therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, with your spiritual service of worship. Do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. And so we truly, uh, as a team, we want to be a holy sacrifice, living in holy sacrifice, acceptable to God. And so we pray that this podcast merging will truly, each episode will take people to on the ground, but allow them to see the heart of the people that are carrying out the work as well. And most importantly, to share the gospel and, and how Jesus has transformed each and every staff member, each and every volunteer, and that is why they serve. And so I hope and pray that that is conveyed in each and every episode. I hope that you'll join us. Again, thank you for partnering with us. Thank you for being a part of the Samaritan's Purse family. 
all over the world. It is a joy and a privilege to partner with you in the gospel. Thank you again. God bless you.